Today is the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King. The last Sunday of Ordinary Time is a Sunday which is consecrated specifically to Christ the King. And I think it reminds us of a couple things. It reminds us of the great dominion of God over all things, ultimately because God created all things. All things belong to him. He has dominion and authority over all things. But it also reminds us that the kingdom of God is supposed to be breaking into this world. Through Christ, through his death, resurrection, and ascension, the kingdom of Satan, Satan's sort of monopoly upon the world has now been broken. And so what you're supposed to see is the kingdom of God entering into the world, breaking into the world, slowly but surely. Ultimately, the kingdom of God will fully take possession of all things in the second coming of Christ on the last day, in the fullness of time. But already now, we should be seeing the kingdom of God breaking into the world. And I was thinking about this on Thursday, before I was heading down to Milwaukee, I was at Quick Trip, filling up my truck with gas, and I was looking out across the empty parking lots. And I was thinking about the rhythm of the day so far, the fact that we'd had mass and we had good turnouts for Thanksgiving masses, the fact that people were in a good mood, which is always nice. I was in a good mood, which is always nice. Everyone was relaxed and people were not worried about worldly things. And I thought to myself, this is actually the way every Sunday is supposed to be. Because already the kingdom of God is supposed to take some time from us. We are supposed to consecrate some time and consecrate a day to God. That's supposed to be the beginning of consecrating everything to God. And so when we think of the way in which the kingdom should break into the world, there's sort of three spheres, I think, where it should break into the world. The first is in all of the secular worldly institutions and governments and establishments. All of those should eventually be converted to the gospel. That is your chief responsibility because outside of Quick Trip, I'm not really in the world very much. That's you guys. You should convert the worldly establishments, your workplaces, governments, schools, all of those things should be converted to the gospel of Christ so that the kingdom of God can spread into the world. The second sphere is the church. Christ should be preached to the ends of the world. We should see a triumph of the church. That is, of course, the responsibility of myself, people of my oath, Deacon Dominic, to make sure that the church spreads and grows throughout the world. And finally, the kingdom of God should break into our hearts, and that is the responsibility of all of us, because as our Lord says, the kingdom of God is within us. And so we should see three movements in our hearts as God's kingdom and God's domain and God's authority establishes itself more and more in our hearts. And the first is we should give up sin. If you think about it, when we are born into the world, we come in as slaves to Satan, to sin, and to death. Through baptism, Christ then delivers us. He makes us heirs of the kingdom. Our citizenship, as Paul says, is in heaven. When we commit grave sin, we forfeit that. We forfeit our inheritance. We say, no, thank you, Lord. I prefer the kingdom of Satan. So we should avoid that. Sin is always an affront and a measure which blocks the kingdom of God from growing in our hearts. And the second way in which the kingdom of God should grow in our hearts is in our use of material things. Ultimately, the purpose of material things, wealth, money, trucks, all the things we love, the purpose of them is for the glory of God and the salvation of souls. 
And so we should learn to use our things solely for the glory of God and the salvation of souls. And if we use them for any other reason, we're sort of misusing them. And when we do this perfectly, what grows in our hearts is what Ignatius calls a holy indifference to all things. We recognize that both prosperity and adversity can serve the glory of God and the salvation of souls. We recognize that both prosperity, riches, and poverty can serve the glory of God and the salvation of souls. And so we accept all things from the hand of God, and whatever state and circumstance we find ourselves, health or sickness, we use it for the glory of God and the salvation of souls. And so we have great peace because we know that our possessions no longer possess us. We possess our possessions insofar as they are used for God. And so whether we have much or little, we can rejoice the way in which the apostles do. And then finally, Christ fully takes possession of our hearts when we sacrifice to him our intellect and our will. When we think of him and him often in prayer, when we unite our wills to the will of God so that we only will what he desires, when we give ourselves entirely to God in accord with our state of life. In this way, then, our hearts fully belong to Christ the King and our hearts become this throne for the glory of God.